0: Welcome back, Everyday Business Leaders. I'm Melanie Ake, your host for today's show, coming to you from JP the Geek Studio right here in Greenwood. I'm thrilled to have you with us today. We're going to be meeting Valerie Bruning from Bruning Law Firm, and I can't wait for you to understand what she's doing and the value that she's bringing to the community. So connect and celebrate our remarkable business leaders from our very own community. We are redefining the way we think and grow. Now remember, subscribe to our channel so you never miss an episode. Let's meet Valerie. <music> Valerie. Hello. This is awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. <laughs> this is really great. You know, yeah. I um, I met you just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Well, you came to Top Floor Women. Yes. And I just asked you, like, how did you find out about Top Floor Women? Yeah. I just Googled it. I
1: mean, it was as simple as that. I, I got online looking for Southside networking events, particularly for women. Um, and decided to show up and I did a whole bunch of networking in the same day. I did top floor and then I did no web at (laughs) lunchtime. So, um, it was some of my first networking events and I got a lot of response from that. A lot of people emailed me, so I've been
0: able to really connect. Yeah, that's really great. Well, I love celebrating especially women in business because thank you. That's what I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> no bias there. Sorry, guys. Uh, we love you, too. <laughs> However, I think it's really great for women to connect with other women yes. business leaders to yes. just we understand. yes kind of the obstacles that we have and Mm -hmm. some of the strategies is what we talk about all the time on this program. So I am excited to introduce our community to you and your services. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: This is definitely the community I want to serve in. The south side of Indianapolis is where I was raised, uh, Franklin specifically, and um, it's just it's where I know I'm supposed to be. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about your history because I know we're going to get into what you do and how you're serving people. Yeah. So you grew up in Franklin. I did. I
1: did. I I traveled around a little bit to finish college. I ended up graduating down in Tennessee at ETSU, kind of a small school. Um, My grandparents lived down there and there was an opportunity and I wanted to travel, but came back to the Kentucky area where I worked at Fidelity Investments for a while. Um, And then I ended up coming back home because most people do, right? Um, And then I worked at Ronald Blue Trust um, for several more years. So I ended up getting a lot of financial experience all throughout my 20s -hmm. before I decided to go to law school.
0: What drove you to make the decision? That's a big decision, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to be an accountant or I'm going to be a doctor. Like law is you can do a lot of different things.
1: And a lot of people come out of college thinking like, oh, I'm going to go to law school. And a lot of people do that. Um, But McKinney, which is the IU Law School in Indianapolis, has a program for evening students. And most of them are people who, have had a little bit more life experience um, and I would say have something unique to offer um, and uh, so I was in my late 20s I'd had about you know 6-8 years depending on what jobs you count <laughs> of experiences particularly in the financial world and um, I decided that it was my time to build a flat platform to speak from and it was not coming easily to me even though I thought I had really good ideas and a lot to offer and I decided that I was going to pay a hundred thousand dollars to a law school to build that platform. Mm. (laughs) Five years ago, me was a little crazy, but, uh, (laughs) here I am today. (laughs) And it has, I do feel like it's been very effective. Um, because I originally thought, you know, I'm going to go into this because I want to be able to walk into a room full of people and have influence and, um, you know, be a leader. And what I've learned is, that is not necessarily what's happened. Um, What I have found the most meaning and purpose in is talking one-on-one to people. You know, the friends and family that call you in crisis and they're like, what do I do? And um, you sit down with them over coffee and you talk things out and you have everyday problems, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of uh, what
0: led me to this and what helped me know this is the right path for me. Mm -hmm. So who inspired you to kind of want to connect to people in this way? Because I know this is... It's not something for everybody. Right. Right. But it yeah. takes a lot of commitment on your part to, right. A, get through the schooling, yeah. be really focused on, like, this is exactly the path that I know. Yes. And you're a first
1: generation.
0: Yes. Right. I am. For going yeah, through I don't law. Have
1: any family members before me, like many, m- many kids do, right, or adults. They mm-hmm. have mentors in their life and their family members and parents that are going to hand the law firm off to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Your question is why do I want to meet like <laughs> yes. with individuals versus groups? Yeah, I, I mean honestly, it's just um, it's just been what's come to me. Um, it's 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 not really something I sought out. I obviously sought out law school and, and finishing that because I wanted to have a platform to speak from and to um, really. Um, I wanted to have a voice and I want to teach other people to have a voice. And so I've discovered through this process that, um, a lot of time I'm just sitting down with people and it's not even legal advice. I'm saying your voice matters, Mm -hmm. how you show up in the world matters. Um, how you experience the world matters, regardless of what the leaders and influencers are telling you, you're allowed to tell yourself that. And then, oh, yeah, here's your legal rights, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and not only your legal rights, but you should not feel guilty or have shame for implementing those rights, mm-hmm. which I think some people are taught that you can't do that mm-hmm. without it being, you know... Ugly. Ugly, right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be ugly. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do this in a non-adversarial way.
0: So if you empower yourself, if you educate
1: yourself, mm-hmm. right, you
0: can make better decisions. Correct.
1: And, yeah. and I don't think education is always tied to that, um, but in my case, it was. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I... I was going to do this and I don't want to be like the fancy attorney with the fancy car um I'm okay driving my Honda CRV, and it's three years old, and I love that. It makes I feel like it makes me authentic. And like I was telling you earlier, I've eaten way too much Taco Bell in my life to be a bougie attorney that's suited up every day. Okay,
0: what's your favorite Taco Bell? If we were in drive-through right now, what would be be ordering?
1: So there's only a few Taco Bells that sell it, but this it's the chili cheese burrito, and there's one over on County Line that sells it. And so anytime I'm driving by, I'm like, man. To decide how much heartburn I want
0: for that day. So. Okay, okay, you heard that chili cheese burritos. Yeah, extra cheese. <laughs> so your first appointment with Valerie, yeah. bring her a chili cheese burrito. Right. I'll
1: give you extra legal advice. Yeah.
0: that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so going into law, you have lots of choices, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So many lanes that you can do. Why yeah. did you choose the lane that you did for estate planning and yeah. financial? Yeah. Like that's, I think that's pretty tough because yeah. when people come to you. They, if they haven't planned, right. they're pretty distraught. Mm-hmm.
1: And I would say when people come to me, it's two main areas of law. It's estate planning and family law. Those mm-hmm. are generally where the most crisis is happening. You either have a death or you have a divorce or um, a disabled child, you know, any, any one of those things can be happening. And so I would say that all of my experience throughout my twenties in the financial planning world exposed me to um, a significant amount of the technical side of estate planning. You know, how accounts are titled, how assets are managed. You're actually seeing the trades take place in the account. You're, you're working with the mutual funds, you're working with all these different things. And I was what I call like a frontline rep where you're answering questions um, that are extremely technical, and you know how do I change the um, titling on this account from a joint account to a trust account, that type of thing. So I just became more and more interested in what trusts can do, um, and then your power of attorneys and all those things that can affect accounts. And I decided that I became well. I didn't just decide this. I got feedback from my employers that I became very good at making complex ideas more simple and using analogies to help people navigate that. And I am I just walked away from that experience thinking, this doesn't have to be a scary thing. There are difficult choices that need to be made when you're naming people in these different roles. Um, and that's half the conversation is the relational aspect of estate planning and family law. Mm-hmm. You know, you're seeing pe- people in their most triggered states, their most Um, people will say like, oh, they're showing their true colors. I don't think that's a reflection of their true colors. It's when they're triggered and in a highly emotional state and it's helping people through that state that I can You know, I can walk into that space and have something to offer. And I'm also actually becoming a licensed mediator as well, which is a little bit different. Um, But I want to stay sharp in that area of just Mm. navigating relationships. Uh, But then, of course, I come home to my 13-year-old and lose it. (laughs) It's like I can go into these difficult, you know, high-conflict parents. Right,
0: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) No, I love that. Uh, Here's the thing, right? If you don't have these services aligned and Mm -hmm. you're not preparing. Yes, you can be caught, yes. right? And those that's well, where the triggers happen. Well, more importantly, your family
1: is caught. Mm-hmm. And so you implementing these plans is planning for your family not being caught. And that is really where I think there's just a disassociation with your death and with all of these horrible things that can happen in your life. And you have to sit down and really get honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And so making these plans is for your family and um, get the fighting out now. Name the people that you're going to name in your wills and, you know, as guardian of your children and and then tell people, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, come and talk to me. You're not going to take it out on them. <laughs> it's not their fault, right? You may
0: die earlier. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. And we have to have those com- those morbid conversations. Yeah. That's just every day for me, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's probably the toughest part, right? Mm-hmm. When you say managing conflict, mm-hmm. it's people realizing like what is important to them and what do they value, yeah. right? Now And yeah. so maybe people would say, hey, if I do this today, maybe mm-hmm. things would change and maybe right. I don't want people to know. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's a tough thing, that's too, because thing, yeah. when you pass on, it's, it's like you just don't want to open an envelope and right. be like,
1: surprise. Right. <laughs> exactly. And that it causes so much conflict to do that. Not always. Some families are all on the same page. I don't know many of them, though. I mean, there's even if people appear on the outside to be the nicest and best communicators. That is not what's happening behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. It's not. Relationships can be destroyed when things go to probate and wills get contested, and you know all those things happen because nobody was prepared. Mm-hmm. It it destroys relationships for lifetimes.
0: Wow. So yeah. Well, my family they used to like write on the bottom of everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me they didn't do that on their will. Oh, Put little tags on. Not so, like, even initials. Don't even do that. Yeah. But
0: you know, I think about yeah. how it used to be. And mm-hmm. then how simple it is today. Like mm-hmm. you can just go to you and yeah. spend a few a few a few hours probably sure. just going yeah. through things, mm-hmm. but making sure that things are protected. Yes, and then I think that's yeah. kind of what you bring yes. to this community, especially right. for right. women yes. that want to say, "Hey, I want to be confident and comfortable right. having and particularly a conversation."
1: Single women. I yeah. have like a lot of friends that are single that are just so terrified that their children may go to their dad that's a drug addict, or you know, just really horrible situations, right? Mm -hmm. And also you don't want grandparents fighting and and all this type of things. So I certainly want to work um, with those women and just that probably terror that they feel every single day, like what's going to happen to my kids if I'm their only caregiver. Mm -hmm. So um, I have created like a super, what I think is a super simple process. Um, And also um, COVID has made a lot of this possible. I do like a 45 minute um, no obligation and virtual consultation, um, which you can book on my website. And then I do an electronic intake form. And we, ha- the conversation we have is, let's talk about the people that you need to name in these various roles. Here are the roles that we need to name together. Here's the morbid decisions we need to make about mm-hmm. your health care, end of life care. And then I send out the intake form so they can put in all like the legal spelling of each name, the phone numbers, addresses. And then once I come back, I, I draft everything. I upload it to the client portal. I have them review their drafts. Yeah. And then I have a couple days a month where I come in here to JP the Geek. I get the conference room. And um, I, I have several, you know, signings in one day. And so we sit down. I have my witness there. And we just get everything signed, make sure names are spelled correctly. And it, it makes it really easy. I really feel like the time that's spent on it is... To maybe three hours max, depending, and you can include driving time to JP the Geek. Wow. So,
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, Joe. Um, if you can, can you bring her website up for us so that we can just take a look at that and people can start getting familiar and navigating uh, through through the website? So there it is.
1: Beautiful sunset. Yep. The four step approach. Yeah. My husband helped me create my logo. <laughs> <He> did <laughs> amazing. It. I love it. Um, so yes, currently I'm advertising estate planning and special needs planning. Um, I do have a special needs daughter who I've navigated quite a bit of the system and the different special needs trusts. So I love having that conversation with people. I will be adding small business planning on here as well. And that is something I will currently include in people's estate plan. But that's my brother and his kids. Aren't they beautiful? <laughs> hey, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. I made them pose. and He's like, let's get this over with kids. <laughs> Pretty simple. Yep. Pretty I have simple. a mailing address, but physical address uh, changes. I can be mobile. I'll come to people's houses, or we'll meet at uh, JP the Geek. That's, so that's awesome. I'm going to be adding, so you can see the tabs at the top. I have our about us, um, but I'm going to be adding next to client portal an advisor channel. Hmm. So there are some advisors, you know, investment advisors, CPAs, people that are referring work to me that wants to have a more one-on-one. Um, uh, experience. They want to kind of help tailor that experience. And a lot of them don't want to have the client repeat themselves. So it's not there yet, but it's going to be like a, a intake form that advisors can fill out. And they, they don't want their client to repeat themselves, so they communicate all the information to me. And then I, you know, obviously I have to have the client sign the engagement right. letter and talk with them at some point and then meet for the signing. But uh, um, it's, uh, it's something I'm working on developing because advisors have said that's going to be very helpful for mm-hmm. them. So...
0: That is so great to just really listen. And like you said, simplify the process and help understand what do people need? Exactly.
1: And a lot of times they don't know
0: Mm -hmm. and they might have
1: had a conversation with an advisor and they don't know how to repeat Mm -hmm. what the advisor said you need.
0: Mm -hmm. So. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake, founder of Everyday Leaders. And I'm excited to share with you a new training resource for your team called The Leadership Game. The Leadership Game is a tool it's administered exclusively by John Maxwell team members. And when you bring this assessment tool into lead your organization, it shows you the current level of your leadership and gives you tangible and actionable results to move forward. So don't delay, get in the game, the leadership game, exclusively from everyday leaders. applaud you because there's a lot of people that that get into the law for different reasons yeah you know yeah. my girlfriend my best friend is a judge mm-hmm. over in Ohio mm-hmm. so she went to school and she was always like I'm gonna be a judge I'm yeah. gonna be a judge yeah so she ran for office I love she ran the second time and yes. now she is seated as a judge and I, I love she's it about this tall yeah <laughs> that's
1: perfect hopefully she has like a little step stool to stand but, on <laughs> yeah.
0: but the dreams right you yeah. get into it for different reasons you do but it's always about serving yeah. people yeah mm-hmm. Uh, and so for most attorneys, right.
1: we get a bad rap for a reason, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like to say most of us, I feel like want to serve
0: people. You yeah. do want to serve yeah. people. Yeah. So I love um, that you know what you're doing is going to be helping so many different people. I hope so. There is yeah. a girl. Um, I'm just going to give her a shout out right now, Sarah Kendrick. Okay. You may yep. not know her yet. I, I don't, but just I would love to. Spoke yeah. at an event that we had for women last April, um, but she does like um, business planning. Okay. So if we were going to lose everything as a mm-hmm. business owner and we mm-hmm. were in the hospital. Mm-hmm we would need all of our documents yeah, in, in line, right? Exactly. So yeah. I would love to connect the two of yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I would,
1: because what I'm doing is more of your like kind of basic level, like moving people away from sole proprietorships into the you know LLC 9 out of 10 times yes. to keep those assets separate but there are people that specialize specifically in business planning and strategizing and yeah. I would love if it's any more complex than what I do I would love to refer people so yeah. please
0: yeah it's so great because I think of all the people that through covid I think people started to specialize in like hey there's a gap over here or mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. may have this process thought out right mm-hmm. you may have your trust and your wills yes but like what else is there that i'm not thinking about right. That oh if that doesn't happen yeah then this stuff isn't going to work
1: well and i'll give you an example you may you might have your trust and your will but it's completely different to have the trust documents and to fund your trust and it it doesn't always make sense to have those trust documents if you haven't gone through and retitled everything your bank accounts your investment accounts your properties um because if, if it's really your goal to avoid probate which i can get to in a yeah. second yeah you really have to fully fund your trust and make sure all of your assets will go directly into your trust um, and sometimes you'll have assets that you miss and that's what the pour over will is for it's like okay we have to open up an estate but everything will ultimately go to your trust and so that's what some attorneys just rely on is the pour over will but i'm telling you going through the process of funding your trust makes it much easier for your family And uh, so I I give people trust funding plans along with their trust documents. So they're not just walking away like, I have a trust. (laughs) That does not make you special, please. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so probate is something I want to speak about for a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone's scared of the word probate, right? Mm -hmm. It means you're in court. I think it conjures up a sense of like, oh, adversarial fighting.
0: um, Waiting, right? People think like I'm going to have to wait three years because Mm -hmm. something's going through probate. So what's the real skinny on this? So
1: (laughs) I, I think that there's a difference between probate without a will and probate with a will. So... The least, the bare minimum of what you should be getting in place is a will. That's what makes probate not scary. It's after COVID, it's almost completely electronic. There's very few hearings, um, unless, unless you're getting into that contested world where somebody's like, oh, I don't like what that will says, or they signed another one, that type of thing. But if you're just your basic, someone passes away and the state needs to be opened uh, because your assets are over a hundred thousand, that's kind of a new thing too. Mm-hmm. Um then it's it is so much easier than what it used to be. So I always have that conversation with people of okay, like probate used to be scary. It's not scary anymore if you have your will in place. Um, and so the administration of a trust and probate are relatively the same and equal, you know, equal costs. So maybe you can avoid the expense of having an entire trust drafted for you and all the administrative hassle of funding it. So. I have that conversation with people, you know, just to make sure, like, does this really make sense for you to do this? Because so many law firms are like trust mills. They're just like turn and burn, kind of
0: mm-hmm. making your trust. And
1: I, mean, I don't know asking, that that always makes sense. But so. asking deeper questions, yes, right? Yes, because yeah.
0: because things have changed. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so and the law changes and people don't think mm-hmm. that it does. It's like, well, I've always done it this way. Or our exactly. family yeah. has always said to do it this way. Or yeah. our family attorney has yeah. said to do it this way. Yeah. But I always say, like, look and investigate what's Mm -hmm. new. Has anything changed? Has your lifestyle changed? So maybe you need to cover something differently. Yeah. Or has someone gotten a divorce that you named in your documents? I mean, we have to
1: ask those questions. Like it is a good idea to, to review your estate plan every few years and mm-hmm. make sure it's where you want it to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else, um, what else is coming down the pipes for Valerie? Cause I know with your business yeah. now you're, you're getting ready to kind of step into some big yeah. shoes here and yeah. say, I want to serve bigger. Yeah. You're going to be speaking at top floor women here am, coming yeah. up in the next few months. Yes. So yes. we're excited. We're going to fill the room and yes. have people come. We haven't I'm had excited. anybody speak about uh, legal but, estate planning yeah. and and that's so. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah.
1: So I've I as of January first, that was like my hard launch when I got on all the socials. I started my website. I um I I have quite a bit of experience already as an attorney, like several years. I again I worked all through my twenties, um, not as a lawyer, but in the financial world. And then the last three years, um, as a uh, in different kind of attorney roles. But I decided I'm like this. This is where I'm gonna show up. This is what I'm gonna do. And so I've launched it full scale. And And really, I think what's coming is I I just want to help people get their estate plans in place and, and showing people this is not as daunting as it probably has always seemed to you and has been portrayed to you. And I also have transparent pricing. And that's something that I'm really excited about offering and kind of continuing with is um, you can go on my website and look at the prices and that there's payment plans available. And it makes it very accessible and very few attorneys do that. So um, I want to continue on in my plan to make this simple Mm -hmm. for people. I want people to know, I want them to know everything to expect up front. You know, calling a law firm and, oh, I need to get this in place and how it's much scary, is it going to be. scary, right? It's and scary. You, I, they won't even tell you until after you do your console and you're mm-hmm. looking at easily one to two grand or mm-hmm. even more. And um, this is like, I, it's just my primary goal to make it accessible. So any mm-hmm. changes I need to make to make it even more accessible, I will always consider. Um, and then I, uh, yeah, I do a little bit of family law with a firm out in Richmond called the ceasefire center, uh, family law center. And that's really fun. My boss, Jessica Richard, shout out. She's amazing. <laughs> love her. She's one of my mentors too. So she, she really teaches me to focus on like non adversarial approaches. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. That's awesome. Well, this has been really fun getting to know you. Thank you. I have a little game that I always play. Oh, no. (laughs) That I've been playing this year. Is this one Um, of those raise your
1: hands and and get picked?
0: This is a, no, just these are leadership quotes. Oh, okay. So I love, you know, how you're building your business. So um, this is just a, it's a restaurant that we went to on vacation in Williamsburg called Food for Thought. Okay. So it's some of these just world leaders and thought leaders and they, you know, they've given quotes to people. So okay. um, in the restaurant, they have them all over the restaurant, oh, but they have these cards. Yeah. So I thought, would well, it would, it would be really fun to have everybody draw. <laughs> and then yeah. it's probably some kind of, a, you know, an intellectual leadership lesson. So I'll have yeah. you okay. draw and read and, right. and you're on the spot now. You're in the hot okay. seat.
1: <laughs> okay. This is the
0: family discussion edition. Oh, good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Parents say what is the most important thing you can teach your children and then kids would be what is the most important thing you can do for your parents Ah, perfect
0: for your 13 year old right so
1: goodness (laughs) goodness yeah okay you're on the hot seat okay am I answering the ones for parents then yeah what is the most important thing you can teach your children so something um, that is extremely important to me. And my husband and I have sat down and talked about like our family values and trying to teach the girls. Like we make decisions because of these family values and it's not always gonna look cute or perfect, um, but this is what we're trying to do. And his his value that we, bo- or he voiced one, I voiced one. And so we're, we're in harmony on these two. His is kindness and serving others, and, uh, you know, I am I support that one, and mine is personal responsibility. If you make a mistake, you just say, man, I, I wish I didn't do that, or I, I didn't realize that that I was doing that, or "I." You, you make some kind of statement acknowledging that you were the one that did it, and that you are sorry for how it, it impacted other people, because generally it's being brought to you because it impacted somebody in a negative way, and so personal responsibility is so important to me, because you can make as many mistakes as you need to, to learn, as long as you're continuing to acknowledge that, okay, I'm working on this. Sorry, I didn't mean for that to happen, whatever it is. And then my husband is, you know, kindness. He's very, um, he's very sacrificial. He's very, um, always comes from a place of giving people the benefit of the doubt. I'm a little more skeptical. <laughs> we balance each other nicely. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. What does he do? So
1: he he's a actually a, a supply manager down at Honda. So he works with a lot of people. He's he's very into like a process efficiency and making sure everyone's on the same page mm-hmm. and great communicator. Um, he's got to get everybody so, on the same yes. wavelength yes. and
0: teamwork and, and being he,
1: kind. And He slows me down and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, Val, like, let's think about this. And and it, well, one funny thing he said before is he said, uh, you know, like, we need to chill a little bit. And by we, I, I mean you, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he's like, "We, you know, we just need to chill. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going to really focus on chill. I'm going to be at peak chillness today. And he's like, Val, it's not a peak <laughs> It's a valley, so let's just, let's just bring it down, okay?
0: It's like Valerie, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate him. He he does a lot to help me focus on like my business plan when I'm all over the place, just thinking about a thousand different things at once. So mm-hmm. shout out to my husband. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Well,
0: I love the personal responsibility, right? Yeah. Because if kids, especially mm-hmm. at 13, if yes. your daughter takes this on and realizes yes. like, that you can take with you for the rest yes. of your life, yeah. anything that you do. And yes. it's, sometimes it's hard for us, right? Uh-huh. When we don't see ourselves mm-hmm. in, in a certain light. I mean, whew, that's a big lesson.
1: Yeah, right. And it's it's just not, listen to me sounding like I'm 50, it's, it's just <laughs> not something that's taught in this culture, personal mm-hmm. responsibility. You can hide behind your phone. You can hide behind. You're not in public as much as people used to be. And so it, it's a lot
0: scarier to mm-hmm. come in front of people and, and say what you need to say, but... Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right. So as we close here, mm-hmm. just um, what would be one thing that you want every single person that listens to this or watches it know, because this is going to be streaming on audio yeah. as well. Yeah. But what would you say is the biggest gap that people aren't aware of in <sighs> in your field yeah. that they need to say, like, do this today to protect yourself and your family? Okay.
1: Well, obviously get your will, right? Like you need to get your will in place, um, your advanced health care directives in place, your power of attorney in place and all these different things. Um, I want like, there's oh man, there's like (laughs) 6,000 things. How do I narrow in? Um, This is a little bit different. I don't think people think about this kind of stuff, but I, I did some work as a um, a fiduciary with the firm for my first couple of years out of um, law school, and I was acting as the personal representative, the trustee, because there was nobody that either could or the person had passed away. There's a bunch of fighting family members, so they appoint this fiduciary, right? And the number of times I walked into a home filled to the brim with stuff. That people were convinced that their children wanted, and that was worth something, and that they wanted to pass down, and nobody wanted anything. Mm. And I, I walked in with uh, the auctioneer Jack Christie. Can we just lose our lights.
0: <laughs> you did lose a light? Hold on, hang on. You stopped on Jack Christie. Something. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Hang on, Joe. I think you can do it. Oh, there it is. Okay. So, uh,
1: what we'll do is we were talking about Jack Christie. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll just pick up story on Jack okay. And yeah. I'll, and I'll cut it.
0: That's so Okay. Weird. Okay. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> guys there, so okay. Okay.
1: So Jack Christie is the auctioneer up in uh, Beach Grove. He's a wonderful person. If you ever have any needs uh, for a estate sales, any kind of anything, he is your man. Um, but we would walk into the home together. I mean, there'd be nice wood furniture. There'd be like some collections of things, fine china. It doesn't sell you can take it to the auction. It doesn't sell. It's not, it's not worth anything when it comes down to, you know, your fair market value with, with wanting to pass on something to your children. More importantly, the children don't, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to take all they already, their houses already filled with stuff. So as much as you can, what I like to tell people is spend your money on memories, on experiences, and that connection with your family, do not buy stuff. Okay. And to me, that's just as much a part of your estate plan as anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. I love that ah, breath of fresh air, right? Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. So, hopefully, everybody that's listened to this today has a plan. Yeah. They have some sort of a plan to move yeah. forward. And um, if they don't, they can call me, they can call you. Yeah. Valerie Bruning. Yes. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you for joining us today. (laughs) You're welcome. This is so fun. All right. Well, we're going to close the show here, but thank you for tuning into this episode of Everyday Business Leaders. I hope you were inspired to think and grow differently about your business, but especially about your life, your loved ones, and the things that you need to do right now. (laughs) Call Valerie Bruning. All right. So remember, the journey of growth and innovation never ends. And it's our mission to keep bringing you the best insights from our local community. So stay tuned for more episodes filled with wisdom, innovation, and inspiration. This is Melanie Ake signing off from JP the Geek Studio, where better IT service is just a call away. They say own it, secure it, and protect it. Until next time, don't forget, subscribe to our channel and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Everyday Leaders helps you to develop strategies to become a better leader in your life. Remember, it's not what you do in a day. It's what you do every day that makes the most impact. Thanks for following us.